Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all enjoyed your Wednesday action on the Diamond. Tons of offense on the Wednesday evening, including a perfect game, which we'll get to later in the show. So fun night of baseball. We'll get you all caught up on the news and notes and more and get you ready for Thursday as usual here. So let's talk some news and notes. Hunter Green, this came out late Tuesday. I kind of missed it, so we're here on Wednesday. I Hunter Green, who you know, has had the hip issue, missed a start, came back and pitched, and then he goes to the IL, and there's really not a whole lot going on. It seems like it's not too serious. Well, it is serious. Hunter Green's going to be out until at least August, it looks like, as he's dealing with his hip injury. They're saying he's going to be out similar timetable as Nick Lodolo. That is not good. So uh, Hunter Green, not good, folks. He was having a pretty decent comeback after he left Great American Small Park for a handful of starts, and now we might not see him until August. That is a big, big bummer. Taylor Walls of the Tampa Bay Rays, he was out again on Wednesdays. He's battling back tightness. Kevin Cash, the manager of the Rays, said he's day-to-day. They hope to have him back by this weekend. We'll see how that goes with Taylor Walls. The Red Sox, they continue to need pitching depth. They signed Denelson Lamette to a, a, a contract. When you need pitching depth, Denelson Lamette's not usually the first name that comes to mind. So we'll see how this goes for the Boston Red Sox. Remember last week when we had the saga of Brian Reynolds and his oblique slash back slash not going to the aisle slash going to the aisle? Well, he went to the aisle. We know how it ended. Well, it wasn't that serious. That's probably why there was a a back and forth on was he going or not. Uh, Brian Reynolds is taking part in batting practice. He's going to do some on-field drills on Thursday, and he expects to return to the lineup on Friday after the minimum IL stint as his back is feeling really, really good, he said. So expect Brian Reynolds back in your fantasy rosters, fantasy lineups this weekend. The New York Yankees, they sent Johnny Brito back to AAA after his start on Tuesday, activating Ian Hamilton, reliever from the IL. We kind of knew Brito was only up for a couple starts. He was serviceable. We'll probably see him a few more times this year for the Yankees as he seems to be that you know sixth starter coming back and forth, back and forth. So keep an eye on that. He might be streamable from time to time. Nick will obviously tell you if he's streamable in his daily rankings articles. But uh, for now, Ian Hamilton's back, and he showed some signs of being a good back-end reliever before getting hurt. But right now, Clay Holmes has, and uh, Michael King are doing their thing back there. So Ian Hamilton will try to slide in and, and help out where he can. The Braves continue to jiggle around the back end of their starting rotation. Um, you know, Colby Allard came up after A.J. smith Shaver got sent back to AAA. Colby Allard made the start on Wednesday and looked great. Looked great against the Twins. The Twins will do that to, to pitchers. They'll, they'll allow a lot of pitchers to look great. Um, the next move now, Jared Schuster was optioned to AAA after Wednesday's game. And um, that kind of opens the door for Mike Soroka to start on Friday for the Braves. So the continuing juggling act in this Braves rotation 
uh, will continue this week with Soroka likely starting on Friday. It's a good thing they can score a million runs a game because it doesn't really matter who you throw out there as long as they are serviceable for the time being for the Atlanta Braves. As they wait for Max Freed to come back, he's still in line to come back after the All-Star break, so that would be huge for the Bravos. Pittsburgh Pirates, they called up one of their another prospect. Nick Gonzalez got called up a few days ago. Now Jared Triolo gets called up from AAA as they sink a Brian Hayes to the IL with a back injury. That is not good. Obviously, a lot of back injuries these days. Though when you talk about Triolo, he's hitting 309 with a home run and eight stolen bases in the minors. He had like 14 doubles and three triples. It's not a major power source, but he can get the job done in the bag numbers department, steal some bags. You know what that sounds like? To Brian Hayes. So good transition there for the Pittsburgh Pirates. The U Darvish saga continues on. Yesterday, he, he uh, you know he missed his start with illness, didn't even travel to Pittsburgh, threw a side session back at home in San Diego. They said he was good to go probably for the weekend. Well, then U Darvish arrives in Pittsburgh on Wednesday, so he flew out, still not feeling well, they say, and Darvish still might not be able to pitch on Friday because he's not feeling so well. So my question is, if he's not feeling well, why did he fly out to Pittsburgh now and not prior to this? I am really baffled on what's going on with you, Darvish, in the situation. The Arizona Diamondbacks, here we go. We knew Merrill Kelly went to the IL with his blood clot, hopefully not a serious thing. It sounds like it's not too serious. They called up some bullpen help for now, but we knew this was coming, and that is Brandon Fott returning from AAA for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is going to start on Thursday against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, fought one of the big-time prospects of the D-backs. Not a great first time through the majors for the young pitcher. But since going back to AAA, he's made five starts in June, and he has a 3.16 ERA with 28 Ks over 25 and two-thirds innings pitched. Good for a 22-1% K to walk rate. So that's not too shabby for Mr. Fott. You'd hope for a better matchup than the Tampa Bay Rays, who's one of the best teams in baseball. But what can you do? D-backs need, need help. Kid's going to have to find uh, some rough starts eventually. So we'll see what Broaden Fott brings to the table on Thursday. Outfielder Seiya Suzuki for the Chicago Cubs missed Wednesday's game with a stiff neck. We'll see how that continues to play out for him. Um, those can linger. Those can be go. But those are always an up in the air thing day to day. Obviously for Seiya Suzuki, who's had a very up and down season. So we'll have to kind of see how that one plays out. Clayton Kershaw, he's expected to make his next start. He pitched well, very well on Tuesday in Colorado. But he kind of left a little early with an injury. There's no specifics. Everyone assumed it was his back. He went through his post-start workouts on Wednesday. He, they said he felt good and it's nothing back-related. They expect him to make his next start. They just don't know if it'll be the same day or pushed back a day or two. So the Dodgers are being very vague with this Clayton Kershaw situation. And when teams are this vague, sadly, I've become pessimistic in the idea of I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop on this because if it wasn't such a, like a big deal, why, why be vague in this scenario? So uh, keep an eye on this Clayton Kershaw news. I will obviously report it to you if I find it out in the next day or two and um, see how this goes. Michael Conforto, the San Francisco Giants just cannot stay healthy. It's a big time bummer here. He left Wednesday's game after a hustle play. He ran into the, the foul line wall and right field uh, going after a ball, hurt his leg, left the game after that inning. He's day to day. They're hoping he doesn't have to go to the aisle. They don't think he'll have to go to the aisle. Obviously, he'll be reevaluated on Thursday, and then they'll make a determination if he has to go to the IL or not. And then Ryan Helsley of the St. Louis Cardinals, he has been cleared to start a throwing program, and it's going to be a slow ramp up for Ryan Helsley with his injury. They are hoping he can rejoin the Cardinals by late July if all things go well. So he's about another three to four weeks away, it sounds like, if all goes well for Ryan Helsley. So Jordan Hicks, who keeps getting save after save after save, if he's on your waiver wires, He's probably got another month at least in the closing department 
So go get yourself some Jordan Hicks. All right, folks, let's talk underdog fantasy. Are you ready to take a step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out underdog fantasy seventh inning stretch tournament from now through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, or trades during the tournament. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. That's the beauty of best ball, folks. The seventh inning stretch has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player group. So round one, it's you versus the 12 other or the 11 other teams that drafted your team. And then if you advance there, it's another round, another round. And round four has a 134-person final group. The competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, one word, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter the seventh inning stretch. Just check the description of this episode for the sign-up link, and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, when you sign up. Mark your calendars. The tournament starts right after the MLB All-Star break, so get ready to dive into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PITCHERLIST, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the seventh inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck. I made the best team win. Just a reminder, though, you must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. In Alabama and Nebraska, in Alabama, you must be 19 or over. In Nebraska, in Alabama and Nebraska, you must be at least 19 or over. 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, though, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from your Wednesday. TJ Friedel continues to be a boss. Three for five with a home run, three runs scored, three RBIs, a walk, and two stolen bases as Friedel leads off versus right-handed pitching for the Reds. Hits And he's playing versus lefties now. He hits like seventh or eighth, but he's still playing now. That's a start. The Friedel with a monster game on Wednesday. He's now hitting 320 on the season with six home runs and 14 stolen bases. Friedel, if he finishes over 300, he could have maybe 15 homers if he runs real hot, 30 stolen bases. That's amazing. Playing a great American small park, you can run real hot. That's why I'm going to give him the boost in the power department. Love TJ Friedel, who was basically free in drafts. Adelise Garcia continues to just do it and do it and do it. Garcia went three, three for five with a double home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs on Wednesday. Garcia's now hitting 264 on the year with 20 home runs, 60 runs scored, 66 RBIs, and six stolen bases. We got like a 40-15 season possibly coming up here with over 100, over 100, let's say 10 runs and over 120 RBIs. Monster year from Adelise Garcia. Maybe he'll get more respect come draft time next year. And then Tommy Fam, Tommy Fam, we love you. You did the fantasy fantasy community proud on Wednesday. You went to the Twitterverse and, and talked some trash, and then you backed it up on the on the on the at the dish. Tommy Fan went two for two with a solo shot, which was a bomb to left field, and he also picked up a walk. Since June seventh, let's not forget Tommy Fan had some uh, eye surgery to help so he could see. Shocker! You see the baseball, you can hit the baseball. Since June seventh, Tommy Fan's hitting three hundred five with three homers and three stolen bases. He has a barrel rate over 17% and a hard hit rate close to 60% in that time. Fam has seen the ball well. He's hitting the ball well. He's reminding us of the guy that used to be a 2020 talent, and he's doing it in a big, big way for the Metropolitans. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on pitcherlist.com to get all the details on the day's top hitters. 
starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. I hinted at it at the beginning. Domingo Herman, sticky stuff or no sticky stuff, who knows, pitched the perfect game in Oakland. Now, the joke I have is if no one was there to see it, did it actually happen? But there were a ton of Yankees fans there. Not sure if there's any A's fans, but Domingo Herman, perfect game, nine strikeouts of the A's on 99 pitches. So he pitched a perfect game, Maddox. That is ridiculous. Domingo Herman looked great, 17 whiffs and a 37% CSW. It's been a very up and down season for the righty for the Yankees, but a great start in Oco Coliseum for Domingo Herman. Patrick Corbin. This is a guy that a few weeks ago was a two-star guy. Everybody liked. He was serviceable. Then he's gotten blown up in his last few starts. He's been serviceable probably about 50% of the time this year, and he did it again on Wednesday. Patrick Corbin, seven shutout innings with five hits, no walks, nine Ks against the Seattle Mariners, a Mariners team that has been allowing pitchers to do this of late. Corbin uh, had 12 whiffs and a 25% CSW. Looks very, very good in this start. Do I trust him? No, but it's good to know that in deeper formats, in the right matchup, Patrick Corbin can still get the job done. Speaking of done, Dane Dunning was outstanding on Wednesday. Eight and two-thirds innings pitched, two earned, four hits, and no walks in his uh, matchup versus the Detroit Tigers. Gave up that two-run homer to Kerry Carpenter that got him yanked as he was going for the shutout. Dunning had 10 strikeouts in his eight and two-thirds inning, 12 with 37% CSW. Been very, very, very good of late on the season. A 2690 area, 448 XFIP, not ideal, but the ERAs there and 51 Ks over 80 and a third innings pitched. So, some big boy stuff there from Dunning, who has become much more streamable in 12 team and deeper formats of late. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching the highlights from Wednesday. Rysel Iglesias picked up his 13th save of the season. For the Atlanta Braves, they took down the Twins in some day game action. Hunter Harvey picked up his sixth save. As it's been a roller coaster with Hunter Harvey, but he seems to be the man getting saves. Finnegan has not gotten a ton of save chances lately. So if you're looking for saves with the Nationals, it's Hunter Harvey. If you're looking for saves with the Nationals, though, you're struggling in the save department. So good luck with that. A.J. Puck, he has been outstanding for most of the season. Picked up his 12th save of the season for the Marlins against the Red Sox. On Wednesday, Devin Williams took his 15th save of the year with the Milwaukee Brewers. Ryan Presley is 15th save of the year with the Houston Astros. And then Pete Fairbanks picked up his ninth save of the year for the Tampa Bay Rays as he is back in the saddle for now while healthy for the Tampa Bay Rays. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we preview Thursday's action on the Diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. 
And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Indrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, you have a five-game early slate starting at 2, about 2.10 p.m. Eastern. And then you have a five-game evening slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. They're both horrible slates. All the offense you can handle. Pitching is atrocious. If you're looking at bats on the early slate, I like the D-backs versus Chirinos. Um, there's many, many ways to go on that early slate. That kind of be like you can go Tampa Bay versus Brennan Thought if you'd like. You could game stack that game. That's fun. There's a lot of ways to go there. In the evening slate for bats, though, everyone's going to use the Dodgers versus Chase Anderson. That's fine. I like the Jays versus Ross Stripling. Stripling's been really bad for the Giants. And I love the Astros versus Adam Wainwright. Wainwright is a shell of himself. I love the guy. I'm. It really sucks that people chased him off of Twitter because, hey, he's a great Twitter presence. He's just a great person. So people suck is what that comes down to. But uh, give me the Astros who put up 10, a 10 spot on Wednesday. They're heating up at the plate. Abreu is very affordable. And he had another home run on Wednesday. So the Astros versus Wainwright. For pitching on the early slate, Clark Schmidt should be the guy everyone wants to use against Oakland. The thing with Schmidt, not striking dudes out, so that's kind of a bummer. At least with Lance Lynn against the Angels, Lynn's getting the strikeouts, so it's kind of like Lynn might give up a few runs, we get all the strikeouts, where Clark might not give up any runs, we get no strikeouts. Makes it tough for scoring. On the evening slate, Scherzer will be the main attraction against Milwaukee, and then I love Taiwan Walker versus the Cubs. I've been rolling Taiwan quite a bit. He has been awesome, been awesome of late, so I'll keep rolling him out there against a Cubs team that's kind of been, I guess, underwhelming would be the word I'd use. Things I'm looking forward to on your Thursday action on the diamond. Brendan Thought returning to the bigs. Want to see what he's got. Tough matchup versus the race. I'm already ready to go grain of salt situation here. I just want to see, can he, you know, not get destroyed, look confident out there, see where we can go with Brendan Thought in that matchup. And then one of the games that's not on either DFS slate because it's at like 6.10 p.m. Eastern time. You get the Rays, or you get the Marlins and the Red Sox. You get Lazardo versus Brian Bayo. Two pitchers I love. Bayo's one of my, I always say Bayo's my bay. Love Brian Bayo. Uh, I love this matchup. Bayo's been getting much better. Lazardo's shown ace-like stuff, also shown some struggles. Really fun matchup. And the, and the Marlins are playing great baseball. They're winning a lot of games right now. So Lazardo versus Bayo is a very, very fun game uh, to, on Thursday. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to pitcherlist.com. Check out all the great content, great contributors over there. And if you want to help the, the, the product out even more, become a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. I'll get you into the Discord, get you into some even more tools that you can use and content as well. Great stuff over there at PitcherList.com. You don't want to miss out on it. So become a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. That'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Thursday and preview Friday. But this was your first pitch podcast, Thursday, June 29th edition. Hope you all have a great This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.